Okay, Mark or Cyber Job for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have yet to decide on a name for this podcast. Right. There's quite a few. You came up with a couple of them. I um, I remember a couple of possibilities. Yeah. So this first of all, this podcast is about working in the retail or hospitality industry because mm. we've all done it. Well, maybe not you. I'll get to that in a minute. That was going to be my first point of discussion. It would so, be a pretty pointless <laughs> guest if I hadn't done it. Well, yeah, but I mean, so it's just generally going to be about working in these, these industries, the miseries of working in these industries, yeah. the, the kind of people we talk to, all that all that stuff. It's quite relatable. I think everyone's done it. Yeah, I think, and also I think it's the type of thing you have to do if you want to be a decent human being, really. Yeah, actually, a- at least that's what once. everybody says, isn't it? Everyone at least says. once, yeah. So... I was trying to think of names because I don't want this to be restaurant exclusive and there's that temptation in the name. Yeah. So I want it to be all rounded Hmm. because this doesn't just include working as a a waiter or a barman or whatever. This is working in a shop, working in a, in a cafe. Just general retail-y, customer service-y stuff. Yeah. I think if you're serving someone, if you're serving a customer, Mm -hmm. then that's the definition. So like a servant, in fact. Uh, Indeed. If you get a servant on here, I'd be very impressed. Well, like a proper butler? Yeah. Wow, that would be. A good I actually know someone who was a butler. That would be a fantastic guest to have. They uh, have some stories. An old family friend who used to be a butler. I don't remember specifically who for, who for, but that'd be really good. Get him; he'd be more interesting than me. Okay, so uh, my first. <laughs> some of these are really corny. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> my first one was: Would you like fries with that? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> or, well, that's. But a bad, I think that's. I think that's too corny. And also kicking off with a bad one because. It's, it's too food related yeah you've narrowed it there okay and the second one this was this is a Mo's favourite it was check please <laughs> well, well, red that'll just sound like check please it has to be said it can't, it can't just I can't just be like hello welcome to check please I have, I have to go well, hello welcome to check please yeah you have to, it has to have that I don't know if I have the energy for that nah, that's too much of work okay uh, the, the, the other one was I'll have what she is having oh <laughs> I'll have what she's having and then my favourite one I thought I was being really clever is the server is down as in like you know when the internet is down or the server is down but then I don't no, I don't get it now I've said it out loud I don't think I like it that much <laughs> another one was uh, at, these are my favourite two Gone. okay at your service at your service is good that's probably my favourite one or out of service out of service Again, it depends if you want people to read it and immediately know what it's about. Ideally, yeah. At your service does sound right. That's that that covers all the jobs, and it talks about because because the stories are just going to be about oh this person was really crap to me when I was serving them right mm-hmm. so at your service is like at your service. Yeah, I thought hours of service was a bit punnier, but I guess at at your service is like you know this is me. Oh, out of... I've only just heard out of service as a pun. That's, that's no, you're just trying to please me, I can tell. I literally saw that... You're literally no, just, no, 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 no. Don't try and... Don't try and know, think you know me. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to At Your Service. I like it. That's going to be Good it. Call. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, like I said, this podcast is about working in the retail and hospitality industry. We've all done it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna break down my CV a bit, and then you're gonna break down your CV a bit. Okay. Okay. And I don't mean your CV for the job you really want to do. I mean your CV for the jobs that you didn't want to do. Yeah, the jobs we've done. Yeah. So uh, I've been working solidly pretty much since I was 17. Uh, My first job was. um, I'm also gonna try and not say the names of the places I've worked purely for personal safety and. I don't want to get like 
in yeah. trouble. Those guys, they send around the SWAT teams pretty quick. Yeah. So, okay, my first job was at this big department store in mm-hmm. the UK. And you were 17. Uh, I was 17, started off as a part-timer, and then I made my way to full-timer when I finished college. Um, I worked... So this department store, it was, I would say, mid to high tier in terms of the clientele and in terms of the products and the prices. Did you have to look very presentable then? I did, yeah. yeah. The uniform was... You could wear pretty much what you wanted, but it had to be black. Obviously, you couldn't wear sweatpants. You had to look nice. Yeah. So the, the store, it was uh, handbags, perfumes, menswear, really expensive mm-hmm. stuff. I worked at the top, which was the homeware department. Got you. Were you and, on the till? Uh, well, yeah, I did a bit of everything. Right. Everyone was in charge of their own section. I started off and I was in charge of mattresses, duvets and linens. So basically, if it was a bed, it was my bag. <laughs> <laughs> um that's kind and of if my it was, catchphrase. If it was a bag, it was it was. If it was a bag, then it was not my not my not, not my deal. Um, so yeah, and that was my thing. And then I'm like I said, I went full time. I quit. What did the job entail? What did you have to do? So I, I would just like control the stock of my section, keep it clean, help. It was that type of store where you'd have to go up to people and be like, "Excuse me, sir, can I help you?" And you've got the right voice for it. Yeah, yeah. and then they would always say no. And people would come in and spend like five hundred pounds in one go. It was, God, it was, yeah, it was quite a lot. Um, and so then I quit that uh, at about eighteen, maybe nineteen. It was just before I went to uni, and I had a couple of months break from working. And then I got a job at a bowling alley mm-hmm. in a leisure centre in the same city. Yeah. And this was an amazing job. I love this job so much. It was a real change from the high end kind of. You know, customers. I guess it's a totally different end of the spectrum. Yeah, this was a job where I had to wear. I literally, my uniform was sweatpants. Like I had to wear sweatpants and a fleece. And so I had more responsibility. Uh, I didn't at first, but then they they promoted me. Cool. That's kind of sad to get promoted in a bowling alley. It's not my (laughs) not my biggest achievement, but from memory, it wasn't just a bowling alley, right? No, it was so it was a leisure center, but I worked. There was you know a swimming pool, a bowling alley, a skating rink, blah blah blah. And I worked in the bowling alley. Yeah. I never worked anywhere else. I loved the bowling alley. Um, I started out just, what was the, the term was marshal, lane marshal. Okay. And so I had to run around, clean the lanes, get the balls that were stuck. Did you need training for that then? Uh, kind of, just like a bit of health and safety training. Yeah. It was basically a job where it's like, hey, don't stick your hand in random holes or whatever and mm-hmm. you'll be fine. That's good advice for life. Kids. That's my life yeah. motto, yeah. And so I had to like you know where you swap the shoes out I was always touching people's dirty shoes mm-hmm. I don't really give a fuck I liked it it was really casual all my managers were really casual and then I got promoted to receptionist I guess because they liked the look of me I was a bit maybe uh, I don't know if I want to say this but I was one of the more middle class people that worked there I know what you mean I don't mean this in a rude way at all I'm not saying that I am middle class but the way I spoke and the way I looked I was also one of the older ones that worked there so, yeah. so I was a receptionist and I really really enjoyed that and I worked there until I went to uni. I didn't work for the first bit of uni, and then I got and then I got a job as a receptionist in a car car dealership. Just literally every Sunday, okay. and I would work from ten to ten to three. Did you like it? It was eight pounds an hour. Yeah, I really liked it because there was only me and one other guy at all times, and so I would just bring in my laptop and do uni work. And mm-hmm. on a Sunday, maybe two people came in at most all day, and my job was to basically just go and offer them a coffee, try and act high end. Yeah. Didn't know anything about the cars or anything, so I, my job was just basically just sit there and look pretty, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that. And then you and I worked together 
as we'll call it receptionist that we did yeah um at the halls of residence at uni we did that for maybe less than a year couple months yeah a couple mm, six months six months i would say a term two terms i don't know and then like a night shifty kind of yeah job as well yeah and then i wouldn't say that was like a customer service job really Mm, no um i would say that was a care job yeah and then i quit that Got a job as a bar person in a big burger chain mm-hmm. that's very big here in the UK. And then I became a waiter, stopped that for a while, went traveling. And now my situation is I'm a waiter at that same chain. And yeah, that's, you know. That's your CV up until my, this point. Yeah. Yeah. Up until this point, yeah. It, 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 it should go down to say that we're both trying to be filmmakers or in the film industry. We should say that, yeah. We're both trying to be in the film industry and so we have to do this. Which is difficult. You can't just jump into that. So you've got to do all these other jobs as well. And plus we're we're quite young as well. So we're just starting out. We are young, but I don't feel young. Do you have that pressure where it's like, wow, I'm, are you 24? I'm 21. Are you really? I'm 21. Oh my God. I'm 23. (laughs) I'm turning 24 this year. What the, oh my God. Yeah, so Uh, I haven't quite hit the pressure yet. Oh my God. See, I'm 23 and I know that that's great. That's really young. But I, I, when I was younger, I thought that at 23... You'd sort of have the job you're going to have, right? I'd have the job I was going to have. Yeah. And I would also, you know, just be way further than I am. This year, I'm going to be 24. We were talking about this the other day, yeah, weren't we? we like, were. I feel the pressure now to, to be where I'm going to be. I, I like to think that is quite normal, though. Yeah. I'm sure everyone in life feels this way. Yeah. But then again, you know, 30 years ago, I would, you know... Be, You'd have a child now. Yeah, I would have a child. Yeah. I would be I'd probably, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I would know. certainly yeah. not be doing this. No, definitely not. But tell, no, tell me your CV. My CV. Well, hearing that, I feel like you worked a hell of a lot more than me, or at least done more jobs than me uh, in, to, in this sort of industry. So my first job ever was, uh, I was a drama teacher at a stage school on Saturdays. So I would... Or at least a drama teaching assistant and then sort of slowly became the drama teacher. But I would go in and it was between, uh, I think, kids aging five at the very lowest to 17 at the top. And I would do drama games and I'd help the drama other drama teacher and we'd kind of put on shows and stuff. And it's only because I only got the job because I went there mm-hmm. as a, and then I got to 16 and they said. So I started working at 16, but it wasn't a kind of real job. The next job I had was a freelance magician for two years. Uh, so when I was at college, uh, I'd been doing magic for a couple of years, but it's, I started to do it professionally then. So I'd, I'd started doing weddings and city hall receptions and other random events, like baby showers. They were always very strange events. Baby showers? Yeah, I did a baby shower twice, actually. That's weird. It's a very strange one. It's a weird thing for a magician to, to hire a magician for. I, I think... When they see you out and about doing magic, people get excited and create excuses to hire you. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've got a thing next week, could you come? But I, I did that, and I loved that job, because that job didn't feel like a job at all. Yeah. I was just, I was doing magic and getting paid for it. But this is what I mean, like, so you did a lot more job jobs. Jobs that you say, I was at this, I was at this. I did, I did all these strange ones. So then I went to uni, we went to the same uni, mm-hmm. and I didn't work... That whole the whole time you the, were there. The whole any work at all, nothing. I did. I did absolutely zero uni work or or occupational work. Uh, no, then, then the beginning of my second year, I, I again we were we'll we'll say it's receptionists at the university at the halls of residence. Um, 
but that, again, that was only six months, and that was very quick, and that was very little customer service mm-hmm. kind of work we did there. And also, at some point in my second year, I started doing freelance videography. So I, I, I luckily had, I came to some money through some relatives, and I bought a uh, camera and some camera equipment, and I started doing like promos and music videos. And then I've basically been doing that since ever since my second year, so a couple of, about two or three years now. And you're currently doing it now. So I'm currently still doing that now. The job I had in between those things, when I left uni, went travelling, I came back and I worked as a bar, behind a bar for uh, four or five months. I've only recently stopped doing that because the videography's kind of picked up enough. That so I, do you I do that kind do. of freelance, almost working at the bar? Yeah, what I needed. So there's two. So there's the, I, I worked at one... Don't say the name of it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say the name, but I did, I did one that was quite a fancy place uh-huh. uh, where you had to wear a nice shirt and you had to have the right haircut and be quite nice and the other one my mum's boyfriend owns a pub it's a very it's strange it's a strange situation he opens it just when he wants there's no like normal opening times and wow. then when I'm needed there what a, mace, what a way to make a profit <laughs> yeah it just whenever he wants to open it opens it and when I'm needed there I walk behind the bar but that's so much more casual I can wear whatever I want and the clientele's less um you don't sound rude ever, do you? But it's just like Ugh, whatever. random I mean, people just coming in and wanting alcohol. I wanted to. That place is more of a just coming in and getting smashed place. Yeah, sure. Um, but the other one was very kind of a fancy. I had to know all the cocktails. I had to know all the yeah that kind of thing. So, from 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 how I know you, and I don't mean this to sound like rude or offensive in any way, mm-hmm. but I I don't know you as someone who has really worked or has had a job. I'd agree. And, yeah, I, I don't mean that in a way that where you're like a slacker because you do earn money. You earn more money than I do probably with your freelance stuff and you've always been doing other things. Mm. You, you've never just been like sitting on the sofa doing nothing. Yeah, it's not, I'm not one of those people who just like parents give me money. Yeah. So I do earn my own money. But, but I know I haven't had job jobs. I haven't done that kind of thing. Yeah, and to me that's so striking because I mean, I was saying to Mo earlier, if you were a waiter, you would make bank because being a waiter is all about again this might sound rude but it's all about faking it yeah and making conversation and making people think like they're the most special person on the planet for eating in a restaurant and some people aren't good at that Hmm. i'm gonna say i'm gonna make a disclaimer and say i am a good waiter I'm not the best. No, I've seen you in action. You're I good. You're I don't, good. I don't care as much as most people do. But you, you make it seem like you do. But yeah, I think I'm good. I take yeah. pride in my work. I have a strong work ethic. But you come I... across well. That's that's probably why they wanted you to be the receptionist at the bowling alley. Yeah. Because well, you, you come across quite open and professional and, and, you know. Well, I hope so. Which is good. But yeah, my, my point being is that it surprises me that you've never worked in really in this industry because I feel like you would... <sighs> It sounds really horrible to say like you would thrive because I don't think anyone really thrives in this kind of industry. But you would make a lot of money if you if you worked for tips. You would make a lot of money, and I think that probably comes from you being a drama teacher and being a magician. And you went through the most formative years of your life entertaining people and you know trying to get people energized and performing in a way. So. I think you would do really well. Obviously, I've never thought of it like that. It's always seemed like such an alien thing to me that I would be bad at because I've never done it before. But I guess, like you say, when you get, when you get any job, you pick it up quite quickly, and then it's all about attitude and the way you kind of yeah. Hold the yourself. Training is like five percent of a job. 
Yeah. But I think is it is it because you've actively gone through life thinking no I don't want to do that I don't want to do the average Joe thing or is it just happened to be coincidence that you've just never happened to have a job? It's a little bit of both. I, I it sounds really it sounds bad to say but I think a normal job would rot my brain. I just have the kind of brain and it sounds it sounds really like <laughs> I have the kind of golden brain. Oh yeah, I'm so creative <laughs> and so intelligent that all your norm no of course not no I, it's just that. Maybe it's a lazy thing, I don't know, but the idea of like sitting in an office, the idea of, you know, stacking shelves. The idea of having hours. Oh my God, it just, uh, it does actually bore me to tears. It would probably kill me, it would slowly yeah. erode away at me until I die. So it's been a mix of that. But also I've always been into weird things. I've always been into magic and like performing and juggling and mute. I've just all these kind of strange things that that have turned out to be career type options stuff that you can make money from yeah that's quite so a fortunate young age, though which was very lucky yeah a lot of people were killed to, a lot of people a lot of people killed to have a talent or mm. a passion that they could make money from and that way I was incredibly lucky yeah I was lucky that somebody said you know you could you could just make money doing this yeah I think you know it's, it's interesting you say I, d- I don't want to rot my brain because I I mean, most ninety nine percent of people. That's what they do for the whole their whole lives. They mm. go in, do their nine to five, and no disrespect to those people. Some people probably hustle for years and years to do that, and but I think in particular, this industry, and also I'm going to say this once. I'm not going to say it again. I understand that people. That's what they want to do. They want to be the manager of a restaurant, or they want to be the manager of yeah. a store, and they work really fucking hard. Yeah. And they, they, they work their way up and they do that and they're really happy with their jobs and that's absolutely fine. I see people like that and I'm amazed because I know I could never do yeah. it. Yeah, I, pers- I wouldn't personally want to do that. I have no disrespect for people that don't want to do that. I just don't understand it from my perspective because I could never... I've, I've found my passion and it's not that. Yeah. And I think you're the same way. But for some people that is their passion. So I don't want... I don't want to offend anyone. I know, it, it seems like we're coming across really bad in, in like, oh, I, I could never do this something. This industry so is shit or whatever, just, yeah. I think you, I but when you, but when you say rots your brain, I know what you mean because, yeah, it does rot your brain. But it also, what's more is it rots your soul. Yeah. I think it rots your soul more than it rots your brain. And I feel like I've, I've learned so many positive things from working these jobs since I was 17. But I've also, it's also not ruined me. <laughs> that makes me sound like a war hero. <laughs> <laughs> come back and but man. there's parts of life that I'm much more cynical about and realistic about because of my exposure to to people, like yeah. rude people and also people I work with and just general like companies and corporations and stuff. So that's something I get a lot. I get a lot of people who are friends who have worked as baristas and all these mm. in these service jobs. They say, "Oh, you don't know people until you've done that." Or you, you know, you don't have this cynicism about people because you've never Yeah. So cuz I can't imagine I'm I'm overly polite. I'm almost scared of not coming across. So if I'm ordering something, I'm always doing the whole Hugh Grant like oh, oh please oh thank you so much but then you've already achieved that you, you've already I think part of the big lesson to be learned from doing these jobs is how to treat people it sounds like you already know how to do that well I would hope so but it surprises me when they say oh no people are arseholes people are terrible to you yeah. oh, that surprises me because I could never imagine doing it myself so well that's good that's also I think I mean, it sounds from the sounds of it, it sounds like you've never worked a job that has had a contract that you've needed to sign. I, I know we did with the receptionist thing yeah. at halls of residence, but that was the worst job I've ever done. 
Yeah, by and the way. but is that the only job you've actually had to sign your name on? The no, the the, the quite high end barman one I did, and really? that that one was quite difficult. I did have some assholes, and you know, yeah. we so that one was probably the most eventful in terms of what was the clientele. Service. The place oh, again, I won't say the name, but it was um, it was right. It was a really fancy place. I uh, it, it was different tiered, so you'd have first floor, second floor, third floor, all of which would have a balcony overlooking this fancy river. And generally, people with a fair amount of money would come, and mm. and pay. So, and it was that, so that's the total opposite to the other pub I worked at, which is the the other end of it. That mm. was just like you know students just with a couple of quid trying to get alcohol. But actually, people treated me worse at the fancier place because they I feel like they were slightly more entitled, or they or they expected more from you, or mm. you know, or they they felt because they were paying more, maybe they didn't have to be as nice. But the, yeah, so it was kind of a, it was a really fancy place. I remember I always had to wear a black shirt and like the 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 polished name tag, and you always had to have quite a nice haircut, and you had to you couldn't just say, "All oh, right, mate, what do you want?" You know that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. was You had to address them in a certain voice in a certain way. Uh huh. But yeah, that's probably the most that's probably the most quote unquote normal job I've had. Right. Interesting. Yeah, and it was it's funny because. I talked about oh, doing these like monotonous jobs that, that bore me. It didn't really bore me because it was so hectic. It was so busy all the time. Like Because my shifts would usually be from 6 in the evening to 4 in the morning. And rather than it being a pub where people just kind of mill in and out, and okay, you know, so it, sometimes it's not that busy. Mm-hmm. It's the place where people have events. So right. It's not just like a drop-in place. So if I was working, it would be an event. It would be like yeah. a 50th birthday or it would be a casino night. It would be something. So the bar was rammed. So I wouldn't have any time to like, oh, I'm so bored. Yeah. It would be just a panic of like trying to get everyone their drinks as quick as possible. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think working, I mean, working in shops can be really boring. But I've, I've, in my experience, I don't think being a waiter or being a bar person has ever really been that boring. Like boring is not the word I would use to yeah. describe it um, because it can get really busy. But I mean, also going back, you said I don't want to put anyone in like a box or whatever. But you, it's, it's fine. Like to talk about customers in a certain way. It really is okay. Yeah, because that's what the companies do. Okay. That's what the managers do. They every 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 company has a demographic. And so by talking about the demographic, you're not putting people in a box. You're putting people in a box if you're you know, making judgments about I don't know, race or gender or yeah. whatever. But by by talking about, I think it's okay to talk maybe about class, to mm. talk about you know, just stuff like that because Every single job I've worked, you go into it and the company has a demographic. They have people that they're trying to get. They know who they're making their money from. Mm. And so you just have to talk about it like they talk about it. I think that's fine. And so to say, you can say, yeah, the people that came into this bar were really posh and they had a lot of money to spend. Yeah, that's it's like, interesting. Did fine. you ever have to chameleon in any of your jobs? Like you, com- you, you had to act differently depending on what the job was. I thought you said comedian. Did you, ever, did you, did you stand up? <laughs> that, that is a job. That would be a crazy job. Did you say chameleon? Chameleon. Did you ever have to like change the way you were and are for the sake of the job? I, yeah, but I feel like it all happened naturally. Oh, right, okay. I don't really feel like I put it... I don't know. I do put it on in small ways on a daily mm. basis... But I don't think I can push it too far because I don't, I can't fake it very well. I don't think I, I, I am too much of a, I don't want to say like, I'm just so real, but but what I'm trying to say is some people are better at feigning enthusiasm and, 
acting energetic and friendly that's just but, not you well not really because yeah. if, if if I'm in a bad mood or whatever it's really hard for me to go and fake a smile yeah and pretend to be nice to people because all it takes is for one arsehole to ruin your day mm. And I think I've worked with people before where I, I, like, I physically cannot handle them because they're so talkative and, yeah. and they give you hugs and high fives. Yeah. And I just, I can't handle that shit because it's not who I am. And I, it works that way with customers as well. But I think that's just come from years of having yeah. to, when I first started working, when I was 17, I'd literally be like so preppy, like, hey, how are you today? Blah, blah, blah. But that really quickly went away because yeah. I realized half the, half the time people don't want that anyway. They mm. just want to go in, get their shit and go. Yeah. But I think in terms of personality evolution, that's happened without me trying. Yeah. The person who I was when I was 17 is not the person who I am now. And that's for various reasons. But one of them being these are the jobs I've had and I've been exposed to people and situations that have made me who I am in in both positive and negative ways I do hear that from a lot of people that it does change you when you work in these kind of things it's funny because I had to that's why we're very quite different I think I'm quite good at the whole feigning I think we're different in many ways in many many (laughs) many many ways but um, no I I had to, I think it's a weakness of mine. I chameleoned quite a lot because some nights I'd work at the fancy place and then the very next night I'd work at the other place. And the clientele was so different. And I, I'm always about trying to please them. Mm-hmm. So at the one place, I'd be being all fancy and, and passionate and treating people well. And then the other place, you, you get these like, I live in, in quite a, right now I live in quite a rural area, quite a small town. So I would get these, these very kind of bigoted, sexist farmers who would come and drink at this other place and they would make just horrendous obscene jokes and their kind of conversation they're the kind of people who like if a woman walks into the bar and like bends down they're like oh well you're down there love what while you're down there what does that mean it means like oh whilst you're down there suck me off have you not heard that before no whilst you're down there love oh my days yeah I get all these kind of people and they would and they would talk to me about they, you know, you just make conversation with stuff. And they, they talk about women and they talk about, oh, God, she's a fucking pig, isn't she? They're really awful, like, kind of, you know, this is why I shouldn't say the name of the place. But I would, and this is a weakness of mine, I would stand there and I'd smile Agree and I'd nod along. Them. And yeah. never would I go, guys, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. I'd kind of go, oh, yeah. I, I would never join in, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put up any kind of fight. I kind of, if they made a horrible joke, I'd laugh at it. Or if they talked to me about, I don't know, Anything, I just kind of, I just kind of go with the flow, in the interest of the job. If I didn't work there, I'd probably say that's not cool. But because I yeah, to your friends, you'd say no, they don't. That's yeah, not cool. Yeah, but as uh, and it's and it was weird because then if I acted like that at the other place, I'd be fired. So. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't confuse having integrity with being a chameleon. I think. Okay. So, for example, I, like I just said, I I find it really hard to transition between different personalities, yeah. like on the job, on the day. Um, mostly because I just think I'm so old and haggard, like right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, 24, you're over here, Yeah, I know. T- 23. Oh, I'm Jesus sorry. Christ. Sorry. Um, no, but I. But then at the same time, I don't have much of a backbone. Right. And that's one of the things I don't really like about myself is I don't think. In, in a professional setting, and I think this is going to be a big disservice to me when I get into the industry. Mm-hmm. The, film I, industry the, the film industry. The film industry. I think I really struggle to 
I don't, with my friends, I tell it how it is. Like with you, I I would be happy to say if you're doing something shitty or if you're saying something shitty, yeah. I would call you out on it. But with people, when I am when I'm in my uniform and I'm on the job, I know that ultimately, subconsciously, like my job is always on the line, and I think mm. you have to be really careful. And so I do the same thing you do. I would never openly argue with someone, even if they're being like I've snapped back at people and I've given people attitude mm. when they've given it to me. But I mean, for example we have people staying really late past closing time and if I've worked from 11 that morning I don't want to be there till 1230 yeah. but people will just stay drink their bottle of wine really slowly and it's that thing where people just think the universe revolves around them yeah. so but and but I don't have the backbone to go up to them and say guys you need to leave because for me that's it's for me like it's rude even I though I, do that. I know There's they're no being ruder yeah. by not letting me go home mm. and I've been here all day on my feet all day but I don't have the courage to go up and say, no, sorry, you can't do that. Or no, sorry, you can't like light a cigarette in here. Or in that way, I have to, I have to get similar. a manager to do it. In yeah. that way, we're definitely similar. Because even in life, I'm so I'm so weak. Like, I'm always apologising <laughs> for everything, even if I'm not no, in the wrong. No, I don't think you're I'm weak. Always... Oh, that's so sad. If I'm comfortable <laughs> with someone, but like in, in, in life, if I was walking down the street and someone bumped into me, would I would sorry. say sorry. Like, I'm just so overly That's not careful. being weak, that's being British. Oh, maybe, maybe no I think you're just a people pleaser but I, I'm i a people pleaser in the sense that like I care what people think mm. about what I'm wearing or what music I'm listening to yeah. I, I socially care about what people think I don't give a I don't give a fuck about what the customer on table 12 is thinking of me but at the same time I'm not going to aggravate them yeah yeah See, I'll go home and I'll talk shit about whoever's been rude to me that day. That's what you do, isn't it? I do that as well. Oh my god, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I really feel bad for Mo. <laughs> you just dump a lot of it. No, on because I do because. I, I mean, it's difficult because I don't really have anyone to talk to here mm. that much. So, but when I, I have to talk about it because otherwise I'd go crazy. Yeah, I've been doing this since I was seventeen, for fuck's sake. Like, if someone's rude to me, I need to tell someone about it, and I need to be able to rant. But I, I feel, yeah, I feel bad because I'm always ranting to him mm. every single day when I come back, and he must just be like, oh. My God, Let's swap stories then. What's the worst? few things that customers have done to you in your time well I can break it down on a weekly basis really I wow I, okay oh I, I haven't had that yeah. many, but go on. oh no Marcos it's so sad honestly okay, recently recently what's okay, the terrible recently, things okay, have done? recently I'm trying to think about this week I get a lot so, so the, the restaurant I work in it, it's mid tier I would say it's mildly expensive for a burger it's not McDonald's do you mm. know what I mean it's, it's, it's mid tier so the people we get are a mix between uh Business people, we work in a busy, like, business district mm. at lunch. Um, all, like, guys in suits, that sort of thing. We'll get a lot of tourists as well. We'll get some, like, maybe some families on the weekend, but it's really rare. Yeah. Um, and then in the evenings, we'll have kind of, like, just gaggles of girls drinking Prosecco and guys drinking loads of beers and stuff. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird mix. Yeah. So the types of rudeness I get are really varied. They're, varied, yeah. they're so varied. And it's there are, there are people that I feel more confident with Mm-hmm. Than people I feel less confident with. I'm really intimidated by like the the big businessmen. Yeah, I mean I would be as well because it's a world I don't understand. It's a world I don't understand. Yeah. And it's a world I don't want to understand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, but um, uh, God, I'm trying to think about what happened recently. I should have thought about this before we started. Really. There's just so many swimming around your head. There's so many. Them. It's it's the type of thing where like if if it comes up in topic, then I'll totally remember. I. Hmm. Okay, so this is kind of recently, but it's an example of that kind of rudeness. That it's 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 rudeness is something you're taught. No one's born rude. Oh, interesting. 
Because if you're taught to say please and thank you, mm. you will say please and thank you for the rest of your life. Yeah. It, I cannot imagine going to a restaurant and not saying please and thank you. I think my mum would kill me. <laughs> me too. My I'd mom, be, yeah. I, yeah, purely for the sake of how I've been raised and for, you know, all that, I would say please and thank you. So there was a family and it was a guy kind of like this average like middle-aged white collar british man and his wife who didn't really say much and then this younger girl who i'm guessing was probably like eight maybe seven i'm gonna say seven and her kid their kid kid, yeah. yeah yeah and so they went uh so i sat them down we have these booths by the we have these booths by the window and I was I kind of like keep my eye on people throughout the day. I don't just put them down and forget about them. And something that I find really irritating, and I shouldn't find it irritating because it's a dumb thing, and I'm sure I've done it once or twice. But when people want the bill, they'll do this gesture. That that classic check. To describe this yeah. gesture, I'm lifting my arm up and I'm doing a little squiggle with you'll my fingers it. in the you air. You'll know it. You'll you'll know it. Yeah. But um. I find that really, I find it really rude. And like, I don't mind it if it's busy and I don't maybe have time to go over there and ask if everything's okay. Like, would you like the bill? But I, when there's no one else around and you look at me from across the restaurant or if I'm standing near you, I would prefer it if you say, can we have the bill? Or excuse me, can, yeah, we, can we have the bill? Absolutely. Or even just mouth it. This, this really monotone facial expression and this gesture... It's so. It, I find it so incredibly disrespectful. It's disassociation. That's what it is. Yeah. If I'm sat with a group of people and somebody I'm sat with does it, I get so embarrassed. And I know it's the done thing, yeah. like in society, to be like, check please. But nearly the name of this podcast. But I. But I. It really frustrates me because it makes me feel like a robot. Yeah. And it's like you, you. It's like you're a waiter. You respond to gestures. I don't have to talk to you. It's that type of thing. But what this fucking table? Honestly, I, I, I was walking over there, and both the parents looked at me, and then they looked at each other, and then they looked at the little girl, and the little girl stood up in her seat, and she did this. She did the gesture. Ooh. This seven-year-old girl, and she had her chin up like this, like you know, like cartoon characters oh do when they're really posh. She yeah. was like. It was the most pretentious thing I've ever seen. I nearly threw up. So, so they put her up to doing that. Then. And it's obviously this thing where either she's seen her parents do it, or they've said, "If you ever need the bill, darling, just look at them and do this." And it's it. Uh, I see. Honestly, what drives me crazy is that that's how they're raising their kids. Their kids gonna grow up thinking I don't have to speak to people. Oh I can God. just make gestures and I'll get what I want. Yeah. And I did that. And I even and I went and I was like, normally I just walk away and get the bill for them. Yeah. But I made the effort of going over there and being like, hi guys, are you okay? Basically saying I'm not gonna fucking I'm acknowledge gonna this. this. You yeah. ask for what you want, please. Yeah. And again, the parents looked at me, looked down, and the little girl went, bill please. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, it makes like, you want to throw up. You're teaching your daughter that you don't... It's I don't even know what you're teaching. You're just teaching her these societal norms that you think are, are polite or necessary. Mm. And, you know, if I had gone over there and she'd have been like, excuse me, can we have the bill? Or even just can we have the bill? I could have done without this fucking gesture <laughs> from this seven-year-old kid. Yeah. And I... I Honestly, I was so angry. And I'd, it's just the way her face was. And it was, I was so angry. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? 
I'm so angry at this kid. It's not even her fault. Her parents have taught her to do this. And I walked away and I put the check down. Oh my God. And then two minutes later, I came back to the table because she waved at me again. This little girl waved at me again. And I came back to the table and she picked up the, she picked up the cash that was on the tip tray and just gave it to me. And I was like, who are you? This seven year old child. Are you paying for this meal? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. I think maybe these parents are being held hostage and she was just doing all the things because it was so bizarre. And I walked away and I remember I went behind the bar and Mo was working on the same day. Yeah. And I went behind the bar and I was like, fuck this, fuck that. And I was so angry because I because I get it from adults all the time. I can get over it. But to have this kid to have this child yeah. do that to me. It, se- it seems like she had this this really kind of uppity attitude. It was like, I'm a grown-up. This is what my mummy and daddy do. Yeah, you're beneath me. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? Because I, I, kids ask for the bill. I, I do get it. Because mm. they think it's cute and grown-up. And it is kind of cute and grown-up. But only when you do it right. Yeah, not when you when you. <laughs> only if it. you're nice to me. Yeah, see, that, little brat. that, that kind of thing, I, I would struggle to hide the irritation there. But then again, that's a situation yeah. where you couldn't say anything. That's like, You couldn't be like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you feel like then the parents have never worked those kind of jobs? No, they probably have, but they've probably just forgotten. forgotten. I don't know. Because my, my, my theory is that people who are rude have probably never worked a job like that. But then again, I think, you know, everyone's must have worked a job like yeah. this at some point. But maybe the older generation haven't because it, we have to. Yeah in order to get places. Mm-hmm. But maybe they did. I think it's less common the older people get. Definitely. Yeah. But um it's just but it just shows to show like rudeness is taught. Kids pick up habits from their parents. Yeah. If you teach your kids to say please and thank you and treat people with respect, you know. They will. Absolutely. And it's this thing where it's the thing that annoys me the most is like I have hobbies and I have favorite things and I have things that annoy me and things that don't, but you have to raise your kids to understand that people that work in shops and in supermarkets and in restaurants, they're people that have lives and have, have hobbies and have likes and dislikes. And it's, if you're teaching them that these people just live here and sleep here and all they do is serve you, you're, you're literally presenting these kids with yeah, the wrong and, image. And, and you're, you're saying that, and I, I am... Because I'm guilty of you forget. You forget that these people have entire fleshed out lives yeah. you're right it's easy to just think oh this is you you work here you, you are this. part of this environment yeah. yeah whereas to you you're not a you're not a waitress right yeah. and I guess this kid just seeing you and going she is that's all she is she's, she's a wearing a uniform that's who she is I'm the boss yeah what about you what's happened to you recently um I well it's funny I know I've just uh, kind of said bad words about uh, those farmers but people treat me worse in the other place in, in the fancy, kind of fancy place. place so I remember one night they had this um, they had this joint 30th and 50th birthday of these two very rich um, I think it was a mother and daughter and me and this one other guy in the bar and they're always coming up and they're always asking for very specific things which is fine I'm not complaining about that they can ask whatever they want and this one it's, it always is the older gentleman who were the or, or middle-aged woman. I, I don't know. I'm making sweeping generalizations. But this guy, <laughs> this mid, this kind of older guy comes up to the bar uh, and it's rammed. Like the whole bar, the, there's only two of us and the entire bar is rammed with people trying to get drinks. And he comes up and he's ordering for his entire table. His table of like 10 people. And he leans across the bar and he kind of goes, uh, yes, young man, could I have a martini? Could I have one of these? And he gets it through them all. And at one point he asks for... Um, a diet coke and uh, a rum and diet coke 
Yeah, that was it. Out of the bottle. That was it. That's the key thing. He said, rum and Coke out of the bottle. So I make the... What does that mean, out of the bottle? So instead of using the dash, which is the little kind of tap that you have... Oh, he wants a Coke out of the bottle. He wants an actual bottle cracked open and poured in. Um... But he'd already, he'd already ordered 10 others. And I, obviously you're trying to rush. So I was like, sure, yeah, sure. okay. So I made I made nine other drinks and I made him his rum and Diet Coke, but I used the tap, right? And I put it in front of him and he went, nope, that's not what I asked for. Fair enough. I made a mistake. No, genuinely, I made a mistake. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. He said, it's fine. Maybe just listen next time. Whoa. It gets worse. It gets worse. I was like, sorry, sorry. Okay, I'm fine. So I, I'm fine. I, 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 I chucked the thing away and I made it totally again from scratch. I put it through as a, as a uh, I, I made a mistake and I opened up a Diet Coke mm-hmm. and I poured it in and I put the ice in and I gave it back to him. And he went, no, that is not what I asked for. I said two lumps of ice. What? He didn't. He never specified the ice. He was just trying to, like, throw me now. He was trying to just be... This, he was this older guy. He was showing off in front of the women behind him who were, like, at the table he was getting the drinks for. He was clearly trying to, like, make a show. I asked for two. And I went, I'm sorry. And he said, come here. And he, he gestured for me to lean in, <gasps> right? And he let in and he said, this is how this works. Oh. Okay. I take my order... You listen to me, and then we don't have to do this. Whoa! And I cannot tell you the restraint it took for me to not go and just smack him. Is this hundred percent true? Is that I'm exactly not, I'm not oh exaggerating my at God. all. I was furious. I was. I was so like. I just wanted to leap across the bar and throttle him because mm. like he, just, he was. The point is, he was showing off big yeah. time. He was like, yeah. "This is how this works." This is like. You have to do exactly what I say. Yeah, and then you listen, and then we don't have... It was embarrassing me. Uh, we don't then have we to don't do have this to do again. This crap. Oh, ew. So, so, so nasty. I my tongue and I went, sorry. I went and I made it again with two lumps of ice, and I gave it to him. And then he kind of tried to outwardly call. He was like, sorry to do that to you, okay? <laughs> I don't like to be that guy. Well, you are that guy. I'm sorry and if you do that, then you are that, that guy. That ruined my entire week, I think, probably. I was absolutely furious that someone had treated me like that at, in front of a bunch of people. I, I made one mistake, fine, but, like, that was awful. That was probably the worst thing. That was probably the worst thing that's happened to me. But it tends to happen at that posher place. I don't understand, though, why people... Because this is the thing, I think... I, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. Like when I order something at a restaurant or I order a drink at a bar, I, you know, I expect them to get it right because I just assume that they're like they're decent at their job and they know what they're doing. Yeah. So I always get surprised when I get something that that is not correct or yeah. whatever. But people just get people get so fucking upset when you do something wrong yeah. and it's like I'm only human I, you may have 10 other drinks to make I may have 12 other tables to do or whatever I'm, I'm only capable of what my two hands and my one brain can do yeah. and so for him to embarrass you and just but for him to say I don't want to be that guy it's like no I'm sorry you already are that you guy. are you totally if you, are if you've guy. already said these words then you saying sorry now you you already are that person you yeah. are that asshole. he was such like I, I, I cannot do it justice. You think I'm exaggerating. I can't do it justice how patronising he said it. Wow. Because he like it was the part where he like gestured for me to lean in that's as well. That's disgusting. I could hear him. We were this far away, but he was he like gestured oh, me to so lean disgusting. in. That's so disgusting. That's a power move. Yeah, he was like, come here, boy. Let me tell, <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you how this works. That is gross. Yeah, and he was he was this older gentleman. The other the other kind of bad thing I get is like at the at the other bar, the one where people just come in and get hammered. Um, uh, there's this group of middle-aged women who always come in and try and get everything for free. They're like, they're kind of like, they're very loud and very giggly. Yeah, people love getting stuff fine, for free, Fine, whatever. They? And and I'm the only young barman who works there. Like, all the others are quite large, 
50 year old men mm-hmm. and then there's me um, I'm, I'm basically the kid and they, they joke about that they joke about me being this just kid who works behind the bar but they're always like trying to get away with not paying or claiming that they've paid but in a jokey way uh-huh. or trying to be like that one's free yeah well, this one's free, you know and that kind of drives me crazy but that's just like a lack of respect more than more than them being actively rude they just you yeah. know they're just trying to so that's not as bad it's usually worse the other place um, Mo, if you're listening to this in the other room, can you please start making some frozen margaritas? Uh, oh Thanks. yeah, apparently you're very very good at this. <laughs> Maybe not as good as me. Mo's listening to the, Mo's listening to this in the other room with wireless headphones. These guys have no idea who Mo is, by the way. Yeah, Mo is the the boy who works here. Yes, <laughs> the, the the man of the place. Okay, so we'll find out if he's heard us because we'll start hearing the new dribble yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, no, that's really disgusting. I'm I I. I think there's a stereotype, though. I think people do get put in stereotypes where it's like, this type of person is going to be an arsehole and this type of person is yeah. going to be fine. And I'm always constantly surprised. So, yeah, the idea of, like, a middle-aged kind of upper-class guy, it's not surprising to me that he does that. But then again, every yeah, every day I do get surprised by yeah. the type of people. And, but it's, yeah, it's people get so annoyed when you make a mistake. But I... It's because I had like a similar thing, not a similar situation, but a similar similar thing they said to me the other day, and it was these two ladies, two Australian ladies, and I gave them really good service, and I'm going to be very upfront about that mm-hmm. because I give good service most of the time, but I, when I go above and beyond, I do really well, and I did this, I did this for them. I was really attentive, I was really friendly, really talkative, and so, at the end they paid separately and so I was going over with the card machine I was doing each thing and neither of them tipped me mm. and like whatever I, I I I don't get super offended like that's a story for another day but I don't get super offended when people don't tip me Um, what I do find offensive is if you make a big deal out of the fact you're not tipping me right. so I finished shaking the payment and they both said listen that was really good service I'm, I'm you know but we can't we're not we're going to tip you because we're Australian and we just don't do that and I swear to god that's what they said they said mm. that was really good service but we're Australian and we just don't tip and I said and I just kind of went okay that's fine and just walked away and then afterwards I thought no you don't you don't tip because you're Australian you, you don't tip because you're assholes yeah that's there's no like in in Britain we, we tip. You're in you're in England now, yeah. yeah. It's just But it's it's mm. when people try and justify their behaviour by saying, I don't want to be this guy yeah. or I'm not gonna tip because I'm this person. Especially when they've said to you it's good service. You yeah. Know? It, but we're not gonna tip because we don't wanna give you money for the work you did, because fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people try and justify their behaviour, mm. but it's like I already know who you are. If you're behaving this way in a in a in a bad way or you've said something that you shouldn't say or whatever I already know who you are as a person. Yeah. Don't try and change my mind on that. If I see a guy kick a cat in the street, I know that guy is an evil person. Yeah. Him, him turning around and going, "Oh, sorry, I was attacked by a cat when I was a kid." Like that, that's <laughs> yeah. not, no, doesn't you just? I'm you not going to be like, "Oh, that's fine then." Yeah, absolutely. Your actions and your words make you who you are. One hundred percent. I think that you paraphrased Gandhi there, but <laughs> in some it's not really, way. really. But yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, actions speak louder than words. In that's exactly in many, what it is. Yeah, ways, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, people are people are interesting. I think people change as well depending on who they're around. For instance, I'm sure that guy wouldn't have been such an asshole if he didn't if you were have, a hot young twenty year old girl. One hundred percent. Yeah, and also if if he didn't have all the women from his table stood behind him. Oh, well, they stood behind him, really. I'm sure yeah. they found that so attractive. Oh, I'm sure they did. Because it, it was that kind of place. And I feel like they were like... They're probably the kind of people who were like, oh, barmen should just do their job and, and like not make mistakes. And yeah, you good, good for you showing him and standing up for us or whatever. You know, so... 
But also as well, if he'd have just gone, oh no, sorry, can I have two ice cubes? Problem solved. Do you know what I mean? One hundred percent. There yeah. was no need to be. Anyway, yeah. But it's interesting because I because I'm not used to things like that affect me more because I'm not used to it, right? Because I haven't I haven't been doing that kind of job for so long, mm-hmm. and I don't even do it anymore. And the other jobs I do, like. No one was ever rude to me when I was a magician, ever. No, because ever, you, ever, ever. because also as well, I think it was it was an unusual job, but also you were only bringing joy to people. People yeah. wanted you to be there. Yeah. People don't want to be served by. I, I mean, I say people don't want to be served by people, but when I go to a restaurant, I'm not there to like. I'm there to eat. You'd quite happily you know? punch something in and then I'd, like literally. Just, I'd happily order off an iPad. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So people view me and my position in the restaurant as inferior yeah. I don't need to be there my only purpose is to, to do exactly you, what they tell yeah, me yeah. Exactly. whereas a magician people went out of their way to get you to come and perform for them exactly, and so yeah. they appreciated you so that so that was my, that was why when people said oh you don't understand people is because my my view was from a stupid from a stupid viewpoint I was coming at it with oh people are always lovely to me people oh, are nice, people to, always me, nice yeah. to me but it's because I was doing that or even like in the videography even though, of course, they're paying me, they treat it like you're doing them a favour. It's like, you're shooting our music video, mm-hmm. so why, why, why on earth would they treat me like, yeah. like a dick, you know? So it was, yeah, it was a kind of new thing to learn for this part of work. And it, 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 that, that sort of thing is the soul-destroying part rather mm-hmm. than the, the, the kind of monotonous work. Because like I said, the bar work isn't monotonous. It was quite... No, the job hard. itself is fine and bearable mm. and the money is good. Like, and this is the thing, it's just... It's just the day-to-day situations that are bad. And, but you know what? That, that never goes away. That, that shock of people being rude to you. Yeah. It really never does. People are just rude to you in different situations. I've had people be really rude to me when I worked in the department store. And they still feel the need to do that. Yeah. But I think you just go through phases of it. It's, it's like when you go through the stages of uh, grief or whatever. So you go through the first stage, which is, like you just said, you, you start and you think, oh, well, you know, maybe they were just having a bad day. Yeah. or they're, I'm sure they're never rude to me. This is probably a once-in-a-lifetime thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you start to realise that, no, this is actually really commonplace, you go through a stage of just, like, anger and upset and you get really offended by it. And then you go into the final stage, which is the stage I'm in now, where it just you just laugh about it. You have to laugh about it and you tell people about it and yeah. you just have a quick rant and then it's over. And I think... And every day is just a new day. Yeah. And yeah, but it, it still sucks, of course. When I get someone being rude to me, I still get, it's I still get really shocked by it because you just don't expect people to act like that. Not in this day and age. And you know what? I just have to say that like, I do have a lot of people that are rude. It's hardly the people that are our age. I have to say. I. It's a generational thing. What do you think about people who? How much time do we have? I don't know how long we've been. Ah, uh, we got a good ten minutes. Cool. I was gonna. I was just gonna say. What do you think of people who? judge people's service so i have a couple of friends who let's say they buy something from someone in a shop or they get served by a waitress or whatever if they're not totally like friendly and smiley Mm -hmm. they'll walk away and they'll go i mean how hard is it to serve me with a smile or they'll go like oh how hard is it to Mm -hmm. be a little bit upbeat what do you think of people like that It's, it's all relative i think uh i mean i'm sure you and i expect different things when we go into a restaurant or a shop or whatever Mm. it also depends on what mood you're in it I'm I'm one of those people where it's like if I go into a shop and the person doesn't instantly make conversation with me, I'm not offended because nine times out of ten, I'll, again, I'll just want to buy my stuff and go away. Mm. Of course, I, I never mind a bit of friendly conversation or a smile. That's always so nice. And yeah, if, if a waiter smiles and makes conversation with me and, you know, is nice, then of course I'll tip them a bit more maybe. But I'm I'm never going to walk away and be like, oh God, they did the bare Yeah, you're not offended they? by it. Look, yeah. if you if you get me my drink and you get me my food and it's good, you've done your job. Yeah. And I always say, 
that that is the bare minimum of your job that's what you're getting paid for yeah. is to bring the plate to the table make sure it's correct get the payment yeah. like give people basic decent service and your job is done everything else is just part of your character yeah I never if, if I if I buy something of someone in a shop if they if they don't speak to me and they just put the thing take the money and give it to me I'm like yeah they just did they, their job that's fine they don't need to like mm-hmm. be Mary Poppins but yeah I mean people I, 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 I do want <laughs> but I do understand it because it, it does make a difference mm. and I get more tips from people when I'm really nice and smiley and I'm sure you do and yeah. I have a better experience myself I just don't always have the energy to do it mm. do you know what I mean I don't I don't always have the the want to behave like that but yeah I'm sure there are some people out there that are like oh my god that waitress wasn't constantly smiling or whatever yeah. and that's fine if that's what they want then that's absolutely fine they're probably not always going to get it yeah uh, but yeah. you know that's that's fine because for some people maybe they've grown up in a place or they've worked in a job where that's what they had to do I know that I'm sure there are some restaurants especially around here in London where if you're not constantly smiling and 100% on it then you're not doing your job properly. Yeah. because yeah. I work in just a chain restaurant you know, I don't work in a five star yeah there's there's different levels to it I suppose and it's like it's like the, the, the two bars like at the, at the pub I can get away with literally just saying alright man what do you want what do you want yeah like, like what is it whereas at the other place I have to be like hello good day what can I get you like it's, yeah, just, it's sure. just a totally different yeah totally yeah. different thing it is all it is all kind of like just based on opinion and relative and stuff like that I don't I don't really mind it I, I, I'll never get offended if someone's like you didn't smile enough because yeah. you know whatever whatever exactly yeah. <laughs> sometimes I don't want to smile sometimes I'm in a really sometimes I'm in a really good mood and then it just dissipates so quickly mm. I've, I've said to Mo so many times or I've said to other colleagues of mine you know I'm in a really good mood today I'm going to go above and beyond for every table and then with by three o'clock it's done <laughs> yeah because it's well A it's really tiring mm. and also it's really hard to maintain that when you're constantly dealing with people yeah def- oh definitely but, but that weird thing just going back to tipping for a second I feel like it, it is unjust, but it's the way the world works. So, for instance, when I worked as a magician, I would do very little work and people would want to tip me all the time. Whereas when I was behind the bar for 10 hours, mm-hmm. nobody tips, but I'm working so hard. Yeah. You know, and that's that, that's unfair. Usually you think tips are if someone's working hard if they're doing a good job. Yeah. I could I could be a lazy magician and get far more tips than I than got if you're a hard than if I'm a hardworking barman. I, I, you know, I, I guess that is the way the world works. There's, there's nothing more opinion-based than tips, though. Like, yeah. it's just whatever. Especially here in England. Like, in America, if you don't tip someone, then you're a prick. You are a dick, yeah. Yeah, but because that's how they make their living. For me, tips are beneficial. They're... they're nice and I, I think I always do actually you know you know when they I always tend to pay by card and they hand over the thing mm-hmm. and it says out of gratuity yeah, I yeah, feel rude have. if I don't and what I tend to do is I always just hit yes and then I'll hit the same number like three times like it's like three 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 so it's like three yeah. pound thirty. I mean I always just do 10% minimum that's what I would expect yeah. from people yeah. and also it depends on like the size of the table or whatever mm. um, but yeah I mean yeah, yeah I don't know it's just one of those things isn't it I mean but like I say, I think if you were a waiter, you would have no problem making tips. Well, I'll consider it. I'll remember Don't. That. <laughs> I, I, I think I'd be bad it's too at late. it. I do think I would be bad at it. I mean, luckily, the hopefully the videography thing doesn't crash and burn. And hopefully, like I say, I'll be a rich and famous director in LA in like six months. Well, there you and go. And you will always fun. tip people and always. be polite yes. to people. 
that's um, the moral. Yeah. To, to round this off, I thought it'd be fun mm. to, to read a couple of funny reviews. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, I found. So I've been on TripAdvisor and whatnot, yeah. and I've found. Uh, just looking for reviews that strike me as interesting, possibly fake, possibly an exaggeration, yeah. whatever. I just thought it'd be a nice way to kind of round it off. Some of, them, some of them are long, short. Are you going to say the names of the places? or? God, no. God, no. I don't want to get sued. Don't have the money for that. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, so this is for a Mexican restaurant in London mm-hmm. that I was considering going to. I mean, I know where you mean immediately, but... No, it's not the same place we've been. Oh, okay. It's a different place. Okay, fair enough. Um, and I think we're still going to go because the reviews have been good, but this was just an interestingly worded review. Cool. Uh, the title is called Birthday Yes Boy, and <laughs> boy is in all capitals. Is it B-O-Y or B-O-Y? B-O-Y, okay. sadly. Uh. Okay, uh, first things first, full stop. In all capitals, he says, free tequila shot on your birthday, dot, dot, dot. So five out of five. (laughs) (laughs) My man. Get this. The burrito was bigger than my girlfriend's ass. (laughs) (laughs) This is 100% genuine. Really? This is really true. (laughs) Okay, go on. Um, I... I may be able to eat that, but I didn't manage to finish the burrito. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the decor was creme worthy. <laughs> and the fajitas sizzle like the passion we were sharing. And then he's got the emoji of the fist. I love the power it. fist. That's brilliant. That is 100% true. I will just let you check that out. What a fantastic gentleman. I'm not, I, I, like, he, he knew what he was doing there, but that is fair not, play. That is, I hope he's reviewed other stuff. I might, oh, it actually says next to his name, he's left five reviews of other places, so I'm going to look for the See if it's, yeah, consistently... That's excellent. Wow. Oh my okay. God. The, the next place I'm going to read <laughs> is, is of a, a hostel chain in mm-hmm. America. Okay. You probably not, not even America here. Um, there was a song written about it. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, this is of a particular branch in New York. Mm-hmm. I've actually stayed here. Oh. I stayed here for a school trip. Okay. Um, in college. So there's, there's a, they name someone in this review. They name a member of staff. So I'm just going to say it mm-hmm. and bleep it out later. Okay. Avoid this place at all costs. You are better off sleeping on the streets, as they are cleaner. After making reservations months in advance, upon arrival, I waited in line at the front desk for 45 minutes, only to be told they did not have the room I booked available due to the fact that they overbooked the rooms. So they've just admitted that, like, they overbooked the rooms. Mm-hmm. The rude front desk clerk by the name of... Cool. That's a nice name. That's a cool name. Said he would see what he could do, if anything... But he said he would not make any promises and yelled, next person in line, please. I waited another 45 minutes and inquired again on the status of the room and told there was only a single room available. We booked a double room because there were two of us. There was no other place to stay due to the fact that it was Fashion Week and the September 11th Memorial. I like how they put Fashion Week first. Yeah, that was that's, that's <laughs> what utmost upon their mind. Um, yeah. So we arrive in the room and it was filthy. The sheets looked soiled with feces. <laughs> No, they didn't. No, they didn't. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> There's no way. Um, we requested news bedding several times, but it never arrived. And then this is my favourite line. Mm-hmm. We brought our own bedding and we used that instead. When was the last time you brought bedding with you when you went on holiday? I'm assuming she went out and bought some. No, it says we brought bedding with us. What? what really? We, it's, we brought our own bedding with they us. They were so suspicious before they even left that they, they were like, yeah. honey, I think we need to bring our own. <laughs> Uh, that night we returned to the room and turned on the light and there were cockroaches all over the floor. 
And that's the end of it. Wow. Yeah. That's so, got to be exaggeration, surely. Otherwise, it'd be closed down. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, it continues. I was wrong. Um, okay. Uh, cockroaches all over the floor. Later that night, I went to the bathroom after I woke up, itching terribly, and witnessed a large rat scurrying down the hallway. I never saw a rat no when I stayed at this one. I saw cockroaches, but I never saw a rat. This sounds like slander. This sounds like they're just trying no, to... No, I mean, to be down. fair, this place was gross. Oh, really? I saw cockroaches, but I never saw a rat. Damn. Um, this place should never be open to the public, as it is so filthy. It ruined our entire trip, beginning and ending with the rude staff, cockroaches, rats, and... The end. Ooh, that was a quite uh, like sassy round off there. Yeah, I know. All right. So anyway, I guess that's the end of it. Um, you need to get some very interesting people on here with interesting jobs to talk about. Like, uh, like uh, I don't know, someone who like coffin maker. See yeah. People are rude about that. You know, rude about <laughs> the dead. Well, just just like my husband deserves better than this or what? Yeah, know. that's a good point. My my ideal is that over time people will start sending in yeah. their own stories. I'm sure they will. Okay, well, on that note, Marcos, thank you very much. Let's go drink some frozen margaritas. Let's I haven't heard the Nutribullets, so I'm guessing they haven't been made. What an awful server. I know. Uh, terrible service. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank Goodbye. You. <laughs>